hello. Good evening, everybody. Good evening on this Tuesday night in December. It's December 19th, 2023. And I got to say, the news... I already am on uh, limited time on a Tuesday night on a band practice night. We're getting together. We have some more work to do. Um, I already have limited time on a night like this. And and the news is just insane. It's just, I mean, it's just one thing after another. It's almost like a fire sale right now. You know, we don't show up for uh, Black Friday sales anymore. People go on their, their uh, if they have any money to spend or if they have credit. They'll go and they'll spend themselves into the poorhouse on on the computer, or they'll just stay home and not do anything and just tell everybody sorry. Little slim pickings. There used to be a lot of a hustle and bustle this time of year, but I'll tell you, the only people hustling and bustling are the the government and all of their sister and brother governments around the world that they're preparing for a new year of disaster and terrorism. You can just tell. There's just so, there's just so much going on constantly. Some of it is just puzzling others is abjectly bad um i don't know it's just um there, there's so much to do and i'm going to try to squeeze a little bit of it in because there's no time to do anything else and i wanted to get some other stories on the on the books i wanted to get people calling in to talk about uh gifting fails i am I'm, I'm trying to make sure that we have at least a half hour to talk about all that and also Barely making it home for Christmas. If you were with me during my little Tuesday morning coffee stream this morning on on uh, on YouTube, then you were part of the writing process, and I think it was a lot of fun. I want to do that more often, Tuesday mornings and on select Friday mornings. But I think um, I hope that we can get to we, we can get to around to doing some of that stuff and stretching out with it. No matter what, tomorrow we have a full two hours. Thursday, we have a full two hours. Friday, we have a full two hours. And then it's Christmas weekend. So we're doing the best we can. And we've and trust me, all the troubles that we set aside for a few minutes every night is going to be waiting for us <laughs> the next day, the next hour. Just going to be waiting. Just sitting there waiting, shaking a leg. All right. So welcome to the show. I want to thank you all so much for being here. Thank you to my sponsors, BlueMonsterPrep.com. Uh, I hope that you are all, at this point, you might have gotten all of your your shopping done. You can still get gift certificates from places like BlueMonsterPrep.com. Get those into some Christmas cards, uh, into some grab bags, into some secret Santas. You can probably get gift certificates with most of our friends on the affiliates page on QuiteFrankly.tv. From chocolates to silver to whatever. Go ahead and do it. Go and do it. And, um, and And then, of course, when that's all done, get something for yourself. Because now it's just about the new year. It's about the new year and your position as you're walking into it. So thank you. And tomorrow night, I'm going to be able to give you something really, f- f- really fun to, really fun to take a look at. We have finally gotten the Tony Black official Tony Black shirt done, and I got to show Tony today as he came by my house for a little bit. I got I got to show him today the designs, and he was holy shit. That's I this is incredible. He 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 loved it. He loved it. He said, I wish you could have gotten a picture of me a little bit younger. I said, Well, heck, you don't have anything. 
We did the best we can. What does it look like, you might ask? Don't worry. I'll show you tomorrow, and I'll show you, and I'll let you know exactly, um, you know, all, all the cool things about it, and, um, and I'm really happy about the whole thing, and so is he, which is why I'm even happier. All right, so that out of the way, that out of the way, let's jump into it, shall we? First one up, I've got a birthday. I've got two birthday wishes here. First one is from Gina in South Carolina. It says, Frank, can you please give a birthday shout out to my oldest child, Brooks? He turns 29 today. 29. Damn, Brooks. You old. One more thing. It's interesting that your appearance in the SGT report has Sean talked about politicians wanting to move immigrants to national parks. And then last night, one of your callers saying the national parks are a location where aliens or non-human entities capture people as part of their barter between them and human governments in exchange for technology. Sounds so crazy, but when someone like Tucker Carlson speaks out on the subject, it tends to be more or has more credibility lent to it than the theories on the internet alone. Great job on SGT Report. Much love, Gina. Had a great time on there with Sean. Um, the national parks thing is very interesting. Because, you know, we we cover the, the missing 411 uh, style stories, the uh, children that we hear about in the news that disappear from one place. They're found three days, three-year-olds found three days inside of the woods with testimony that they were taken care of by a bear or something like that, e eating nothing but berries and have somehow been able to stave off hypothermia. Uh, there's a lot of things like that that we've talked about over the years. In fact, our, our buddy Tony Merkel of The Confessionals, he's going to be on with us on January 24th. And I think that's going to be a main part of the of the, the subject matter that night. Tony's also going to be calling in during the telethon on Thursday night. But um, we had a great caller uh, from, what was it? I think it was Problematic Will from Massachusetts or somewhere in New England who called in a few weeks ago and said, hey, you think that they're bringing all the um, all the migrants to some national park so that they can be, you know, disappeared in very mysterious ways? I said, whoa. Now, that's one hell of a theory right there, Will. And it still is. So, yeah, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things there to to bounce around. And I think that we are totally within our right to have a little fun, at least with the speculation, because what the hell are we going to do? We're going to have a serious conversation about shit like that with people in power. Hmm. Anyway, here's another one. This one is from Lauren. Not my Lauren. Somebody else's Lauren. Pete's Lauren. Now, I met Pete up in Vermont at Jay's uh, health retreat. Pete and Jay are actually really good friends. And tomorrow, December 20th, is Pete's birthday. So his lovely wife, Lauren, would like me to wish him a happy birthday so he can hear this first thing in the morning on his commute. And Pete, I just want to say, you tough bastard, man. I hope you have a good time and you have a wonderful, wonderful birthday and a wonderful Christmas. And I call him a tough bastard because he really, he, I think he did more than one round in the ice water. And he just chilled out in there for the, I'm telling you, it was a, it was a personal feat of mine to get four minutes and 30 seconds or 420, whatever I did. The symbolic 420 or 430 and um but people like pete or uh barbara yates they they went until they nearly fell asleep so anyway happy birthday pete all right there's a few things for you over here now in the grab bag first one up 
Governor Greg Abbott signs a bill making illegal immigrants, illegal immigration, a state crime, which is a few decades too late, but you know, whatever. And of course, there's a lot of crying about this. People, and they don't, you know, um, the left progressives, they really don't even know how to, they don't even know how to, how to change this up to make it seem like it's a bad thing. They just simply have to say, Governor Abbott is making it a crime for people to enter Texas illegally. They, 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 there's no way to even package this in a way that, you know, anybody other than retards are going to say, yeah, it's a, it's a crime. That's a crime in itself to, ch- to charge people of a crime for doing something that's illegal. That's a crime, which of course is very easily and, um, and commonly expressed in every stronghold in this country be it a small hamlet or a large city. And speaking of cities and 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 uh, and crazy people, New York, Kathy Hochul, the beaver, the crazy Nosferatu in a wig beaver bitch. She is exploring. She has put together an exploration committee exploring reparations for uh black new yorker not, not irish new yorkers because they were they were enslaved as well um for black new yorkers who are descendants of slaves so just an act just trying to explore things you know what what exploration means that's a that's a fait accompli right there there's no exploration they know what they want to do the real question is how are they going to do it because if california can't do shit like that if places like vermont can't bring themselves to socialized health care because they know that they cannot afford it what's going to happen with this and how uncomfortable is it going to be when kathy hochel's goons starts uh having to track down some family of old black slave owners who collectively held tens and tens of thousands of uh, not, not only black people, but white slaves in bondage in the antebellum South. You know, there's just so much here. There's so, I already wrote to my, my senator. I already wrote to my senator. We'll see what comes back from her office. But there's just so much here. And for people saying, oh, well, frankly, you're, you're, you're paying for that. How do you feel? I said, well, no, you're paying for it too. Nobody. If anybody actually tries and attempts to do something like this, it's not going to be because any one state of the union can actually afford it. They're going to dip into those block grants that is a that is stolen from all of us. All right. But it's just crazy how farther up the mountain they're willing to go to pander and to bribe. The, the level of bribery here. I heard some people saying that they would love to get each black person who ha- is a t- descendant of slavery over a million dollars a piece over 150 years later when when it's not even that we all have an equal shot they have more than an equal shot now the whole system is set up to give more pampering let's just be honest about it it's it's incredible it's incredible the land the, the level of pandering and of course if it doesn't work out then what ha- then what then, then they have more of a gripe all these uh, how many generations later it's just it's just what they're willing to do and what they're willing to do around holy times of year to set the tone for the new year there's no there's no uh, there's no bottom to the barrel 
There's no limit to the depths that they'll sink, to which they'll sink, no limit. So there's that. I mean, any one of these topics can be t- become, a, uh, become a, a call in. You know, we can open up the lines and take calls on this all night. All night we can take it. Then you have things like this out of the New York Post and other places. Humans may be fueling global warming by breathing, says a new study. Exhaled human breath can contain small, elevated concentrations of methane, CH4, and nitrous oxide, N20, N2O, I should say, uh, both of which contribute to global warming, according to new research released in the UK, according to PLOS. The methane and nitrous oxide exhaled by humans make up about 0.1 of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions, the write-up said. 0.1. I guess that's 0.1%. The gases are in addition to the carbon dioxide that humans exhale. Well, that carbon dioxide, of course, you all know, is plant food, which is fine. It's a great thing. But um, there's a study that they're putting out, and the study results are just being released out there, too. Because, as it's been said many times by many different people, you and I are the carbon that they want to reduce. Population reduction is a real thing, and they're going to uh, attempt it by... A number of means at the same time. They're not going to stop. Here's another crazy thing that we can talk about for at least a couple of hours and open up the lines and say, what the hell do you think comes next? Because every time I think that they're cashing out of Ukraine, then I realized, oh, no. No, they're not. And I guess it's all just going to have to go the way that um, it seems it's going. This is from the sun. We will win, says the crazy cokehead Zelensky. That Ukraine plans to mobilize, listen to this number. Ukraine plans to mobilize 500,000 more soldiers after a, quote, difficult year, but vows to beat Putin. You know, there was an old saying. There was an old saying in the... uh, during World War II and in the, in the time afterwards that uh, we were willing to fight to the last Russian. That if it weren't for the Red Army, of course, there was no way that Hitler would have been really uh, beaten easily, at least. Um, and it, it wasn't easy as, as it was. But um, Russia lost m- multiple generations of young men. Obviously, things are a little bit different right now. For some reason, we have decided to, I think we all know, a couple of reasons, but we have decided to sacrifice every able-bodied young man in Ukraine and whoever the hell else was stupid enough to volunteer. Where they're getting 500,000 more is beyond me because there's also been been an exodus of millions of people out of that country. So uh, here we are, we're on to like army number four, army number five. After hundreds of thousands have already been decimated, God knows how many more injured, maimed for the rest of their lives, and uh, and Putin's just sitting pretty. Despite whatever your blue-pilled friends and family are saying, so 500,000 more. On top of that, over here on the uh, uh, on the, the dom- more on the domestic war side of things, I heard Donald Trump was removed for, or you know ordered to be removed from the ballot in Colorado. In blue, Colorado. And um, and you might say, well, how the hell is that possible? Well, that's be- it's, it's, it's simple. 
because the powers that be, the Uniparty, especially the progressive uh, Marxist Bolshevik left, that whole part and, and their technocrat friends, they have they own the media and they own a lot of the federal law enforcement, especially the Capitol Police and the, 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 uh, the FBI and all that. And through their media and their federal law enforcement, the crooked cops that are, you know, exist in the legions and are completely loyal to them, they framed Americans and declared and painted an insurrection. They painted an insurrection. They declared it. They shoved it down people's throats. And then their judges took care of the rest by pretty much dusting off the 14th Amendment. They're using the 14th Amendment. You want to talk about civil war. You want to talk about the miracle amendment. You can do literally anything with the 14th. Who knew that when uh, Congress ratified the 14th Amendment, about 125, 140, 40, 50, who the fuck even knows anymore? Well over a century ago. Who knew that they were actually um, ratifying the Trump card that actually does away with the rest of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, especially the 10th Amendment? It, it, um, it completely negates the amendment process because you don't have to amend the Constitution at all if you can just declare everything and anything a civil right. That's how we're getting on with healthcare nonsense and gay marriage and all that completely illegal this is why they call it the miracle amendment the 14th amendment has been used to keep the border pride wide open and now it's being used to just point and click opponents that they don't like and get them off of the ballot in time for a massive election year now whoever these uh these democrats these feds in disguise that are posing to be fair-minded balanced, unbiased judges, unbiased arbiters of the law, whoever the hell they are, I'm sure we'll know more about in the coming days and months. And I'm sure that this is not going to stand, but it's just once again, this is what they're willing to do when they have nothing but their imagination and their resources on their side to concoct a reality that they can work with. When there is something that can be actually pressed against these people that can be verified, oh my gosh. You think that somebody, no, they, no, no, they're so scared. That's the whole thing here. People are scared of what these people are, will, are, are willing to do to come back after you. If this is the way they act when they have nothing, probably a good reason why nobody, nobody tries to push back on them. I mean, the whole Ruby Freeman thing in Georgia is a perfect example. Perfect example. When you can take a woman that actually live streams herself and all the dirty dealings that she has around uh, the, the, the ballots, the presidential ballots out there bragging about how her daughter is moving up the ranks and then get caught on television, on CCTV over there in an arena in which they had cleared everybody out and thought they weren't being watched. We see you doing it. We see you people doing it. And still, they found a judge and a jury to tell Rudy Giuliani, how dare you slander one of our election workers. Now, pay $149 million. And then Ruby, the next day, goes and tries to file for a permanent injunction so that, Ru that, so that Rudy Giuliani never talks about it again. Fuck Rudy Giuliani. We all saw it. The whole country was seeing it. We all saw it. There's nothing being made up here. We watched you. Doesn't matter doesn't matter. The people who are protecting Ruby Freeman and her worthless daughter 
are out there making sure that their their assets in Colorado will take Trump off of the ballot because of a picture that they painted three years ago. So this is the day. This is today. This is the kind of news that comes out in one day. You miss a day, sometimes you miss a month. And if you think this is going to slow down in the coming weeks and months ahead, boy, oh boy. All right. Let's start this one off as if I didn't already start it now, because then I want to read a little bit about this Epstein thing. Ask you guys and gals what what can be reasonably expected from this very early 2024 revelation of the, um, I don't know, known associates and whoever the hell else, you're going to see it right now. Then after that, we will take your calls on something a little bit more Christmassy. And because we're getting off at 8 o'clock, we're bouncing off of everywhere except, quite frankly, TV around 7.30. So let's jump right into this, shall we? We will be right back. One ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Okay, so, welcome, welcome. You can send in super chats if you want to get your uh, your thoughts or you want to scream into the into the nothingness of space with me. Quite frankly, superchat.com. I also read your rumble rants after the intermission. I read your rockfin tips after the intermission. And also, the gold pills on quitefrankly.tv, which is powered by foxhole and pill.net, will be there and... No time flat on these Tuesday nights. Um, I wish that there was a later time that we can we can practice so we don't have to cut into these shows as much. But um, it's just not the... I don't know. I'm going to see what I can work out in 2024. Because I don't like doing hour-long shows on Tuesday nights uh, either. You know? Um, this, is, this, is, this is my work. And so I feel, I feel the pressure. No doubt about it. We'll see what happens. Anywho, thank you so much for coming here. Here's the big news of the day. <laughs> the big news of the day. Surrounded by all the little big newses. Here it is. From the Daily Mail. Over 170 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates will be named in court documents set to un- be unsealed in the first days of 2024. 170 high-profile associates. High-profile 
A judge has ruled to unseal documents that would name 177 does who are Epstein's friends, recruiters, and victims within the coming weeks. The material is related to the defamation case brought by Prince Andrew's accuser, Virginia Roberts, in New York against Epstein's madam, Ghislaine Maxwell. The hundreds of files will shed new light on the late financier's sex trafficking operation and his network of influence. Dozens of, uh, so, so that's really what's going on here. It's going to take place on Monday. I mean, it was ordered yesterday, and it'll take place in 14 days. So I guess it's 13 days now. The release day, uh, it will take the release day to be Jan- to January 1st, but as, uh, as that is a holiday, it's likely the files will be made public the following day, January 2nd. Some 177 people will be identified across hundreds of files, which will shed light now on how the late financier's sex trafficking operation and his network of influence. And so this is the real question. How much do you think that we're going to get? Because for me, this falls under JFK assassination disclosure, that category level right there. How much would they actually keep? How much would they honestly keep or keep archives honestly? Do you think there was actually an honest archiving of all this stuff to begin with? Do you think so? Do you think that there is even enough on record to be released so that one day when a judge or, uh, you know, there's a FOIA request that is granted or something, that this is all released and it's just all splayed out and it was completely everything that they're supposed to be. Now, I guess we're going to see. It'll be an interesting 13 days. And on December, on January 2nd, I have uh, I have black conservative patriot BCP. James is coming on the show, so I'm, I guess we'll have some time to talk about that. That'll be an interesting January second show, no doubt. But we'll see, and I won't take uh, I won't take more. I don't know. It won't take more than a month to see, just two weeks. So on that, stories like this are really the only thing um, that means anything to me in the future. This is really it. Causes like this are everything which is why it is also very curious to how thorough the exposure is going to be because Epstein, as you know, was kept out of prison by forces that were powerful enough to rebuff the FBI, ladies and gentlemen, okay? They, they BTFO'd the FBI. You remember Alex Costa? You remember Trump's uh, labor secretary? What happened to him on his way out? You remember the, 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 the last lines, of, some of the last lines of questioning he ever received? That guy was involved in, in, uh, in Operation Leap Year. BTFO said, no, 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 FBI. Uh, you're, you're not going to be able to do this. This is the, uh, you know, remember what Cindy McCain said about how powerful this guy was that everybody was afraid of him. Why is that? Why is that? Because he was the head honcho of something? No. Because at one point, he was very, very enveloped in a protective cloak for something far more sinister. And would they really release anything? This is the big question. Would they really release anything that will lead to their own demise? Uh, Because to release everything that we know that this would be about and what it would point to would be the essential 
voiding of the current system because that's what we're talking about here. That would be one hell of a Christmas gift or I would say New Year's gift. Here is a, a short clip from, what's his name? Tim Burchett. He says that members of Congress are blackmailed to suppress the Epstein flight logs. This was on Newsmax not too long ago. Listen to this. And too many of my colleagues, I'm afraid. Hold on a second. Get all this up. Take a listen to this. And too many of my colleagues, I'm afraid, are compromised uh, in this area for whatever reason. Somebody just whispered in their ear, said, hey, you don't want something to come out on something else. You better keep your mouth shut on this. And that's exactly what they've done. And um, and it continues to go, whether it's the honeypot that the Russians used to use or something worse. I don't know. But but it's clearly you see that up and down the line. You see good conservatives vote for liberal policies. And, and too many of my colleagues, I'm afraid. Are- yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's just funny. Says, well, if this is a honeypot that the Russians used to use or something like that. Right. Right. It was the Russians. The, yeah. Vladimir Putin worked with. uh with with Jeffrey Epstein and that's who that's the it was Vladimir Putin that got in touch with the FBI in 2008 2009 said stay the hell away from him and uh, everybody's like well watch out right now I think this is a little bit gonna be a little bit more closer to home my friend and perhaps he knows that perhaps he's just floating it on out there and it plays into a lot of what we talked about last night when we came back to the Madison Cawthorn tweet when he commented on what was going on with the uh with the fun that was being had in the Senate hearing room. How that was a bipartisan rebuke of Madison Cawthorn telling him, hey, this is, this is you know, terrible how, how you would lie about this. You just shut your mouth right now. Republicans and Democrats alike. This is, I mean, this is just, it's, it's so bad. You know what's also very weird? CNN picked up a story about Johnny Gosh recently. Did you guys see, did you guys see that? I might as well just talk about this for a couple more minutes and then we'll just jump off to quite frankly.tv and then take some calls there. But it, it it's it's so very weird. It's so weird. Where is it? Um I got this over hold on. Johnny Gosh, CNN. It, it was about I think Johnny Gosh's mother. Here, here you go. Wait a second. It's from CNN. Here, take a look at this. This came out recently. An Iowa paper boy disappeared 41 years ago. His mother is still on the case. Johnny Gosh left home for the last time on a warm Sunday in late summer. In the pale morning light before sunrise, he was 12 years old and he liked building model rockets. Just before 6 a.m., a neighbor heard a wagon rattling through the yard and figured it was Johnny taking his usual shortcut on his way to pick up his newspapers. Another paper boy recalled seeing Johnny near the newspaper drop site. The boy saw a blue car pick up, saw Johnny talking to a stranger. What happened in the next few minutes would resonate for the next four decades. Now, you know that this all connects with Franklin. Franklin scandal. It's just, it's an odd thing to see all these things kind of bubble to the surface, almost like you're at... uh, you know, we're at, we're at Loch Ness and we just see a little something. We see a little something disturb the, the surface of the water and then down back into the blackness again. It's just, it doesn't make any sense what's going on. Again, the Epstein thing will be interesting for the, uh, as a kickoff to the new year. January 2nd, we'll see just how much of the 
JFK files that we'll get. How much of this sweater is going to get tugged on until it disappears and, uh, and that's it. Into a tangled heap of yarn. So, all right, we're bouncing off. It's a short show tonight, which means it's a short inter- intermission. Would love for you to follow us over to quitefrankly.tv and then fire up your call, your uh, phones because I would like to hear your thoughts about this, what you think we're going to get. But then I also want you to compliment your call with a couple of Christmassy questions, including a couple of pointed questions about bad gifts that you had been given, that you had received, things that were taken the wrong way. I want to know about travel, holiday travel hell stories. Call on in. We got 30 to 40 minutes with each other, and I want to make the best of it, okay? We'll be right back. The rest of the show is available exclusively at pill.net. Follow the link in the description of the episode. Get signed up. It's that easy. Or head on over to quitefrankly.tv. Just press play. No paywalls, no censorship, no strings attached. So head on over, quitefrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole and pilled.net. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Quite frankly. 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 How dare you? Okay, ladies and gents. Let me just make sure I'm okay. Everything's good. It seems like we're on track. The last thing that I would want to happen is, uh, you know, bouncing off at 8 o'clock and then all of a sudden band practice, band practice is canceled. I've learned that before. 
That's happened before. I'll bounce off at 8 o'clock. I'll go into the other room. It's all dark. I'll say, what, what the hell's going on? Oh, uh, didn't you get the text? Everybody, uh... <laughs> somebody couldn't make it. Somebody's stuck in traffic in Astoria. Whatever. And I, I said, oh my gosh. Like, I, I... Especially on nights when, like, we had a lot of rocket fuel on the show and we could really keep going. Anyway... It's been good one way or another. I'm happy to be here with you all tonight. And let's just start taking some calls and get into some super chats. Now, the first thing I want to throw out there that we're going to jump into a little bit tomorrow night is just a reminder that on QuiteFrankly.tv, on the forum, pinned to the top, we have this family Christmas recipe thread. And I started with my family's Italian Christmas cookie uh, recipe that uh, have been very lovingly known as Daral's for many, many generations, probably three or four. Anyway, I've already had a couple of people send me pictures of their heaping piles of Daral's. And I'll have to show my parents that on Friday when they come in, it's, it's really nice. But the contributions that have come in from all over the Frankly verse, all over the place, chocolate shortbread hearts. Look at this, look at this, Elizabeth Schneider, Colchis spice cutouts, bacon wrapped water water chestnuts, bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Um, my aunt's recipe for oh uh, let's see oh Italian fig cookies, cucidati cucidati is that how you say that cucidatis. Allow for twenty four prep time, twenty four hours. The dough needs to sit overnight. Oh, this all look just their doll just looks so great. Grandma Rose's Pitzel recipe. Velvet minced garlic grits, Monterey Jack cheese. Look at this. There's more. So if you want to get a little something here, Helen's recipe for fudge and my absolute favorite chocolate M M&M and M cookies. Grandma Helen, who's this from? Rosie. Rosie want everybody to know Grandma Helen's recipe for fudge. It's all right there. And this thread will be there forever now. Maybe next year what I'll do is I'll resurrect this thread so that we can keep adding more and more to it as the years go on, God willing. But go over there because you still have a good amount of the week to be able to try something new and bring something to the table that nobody's ever had before. And uh, and then, then leave some leave some reviews. All right. So 914-200-0269, I'd like to hear from you, like to hear what you got going on over there. And this is the other thing that I'd like to bring up. I want to know about worst gifts. I want to know about some of the worst gifts that have you've, you've ever had the, the horror of exchanging, whether they were, you were receiving the gifts that were just bad or gifts that you gave that just fell flat, they were taken the wrong way, or regifting issues. Okay, have you ever unknowingly or just absentmindedly regifted something and gave it to the person who originally gave it to you and unironically gave it back to them? Okay, I would like to know things like that. I also would like to see if there's anybody out there who has any kind of stories about barely making it home in time for Christmas. A little bit of planes, trains, and automobiles in that kind of vein right there. Travel, hell. Holiday, travel, hell. So um, you go and bring them on in. Let's just get to it. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, I've got a, a bad Christmas 
present uh, spoiling that I did one year. I was back in '93. I was I snuck downstairs and I opened up all my Christmas presents. I used a razor knife and and <laughs> cut right along. How old were you? The clear. I was 13. <laughs> 13? I thought you were going to say like you were like six or seven. You couldn't. <laughs> Jeez. No, it might have it might have been 92, Frank. But it was it was when uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were really hot. The the first series of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you know, it had a slime and then the ooze. So it was it's actually during the ooze phase. So it might have been like, uh, you know, whatever the Secret of the Ooze era. But still. I had to cut evenly, just slight, right on the tape line. Pulled out the presents, played with them in the bathroom. Oh my! Put them all back in the wrapping paper, and used the clear tape to retape over where I had cut the tape, and uh, and had to pretend to be surprised. And then, and I knew to like hurry up and just rip the presents open so there wasn't anything that could be seen. And, Dude. I hope that yeah, you're. Yeah, that was General Zero at uh, 12 years old. Dude, <laughs> so. I hope, I hope that you have you have at least some, some better sense of self-control since then. That is so. Oh, that, I just I don't even accept Christmas presents anymore. I I much rather give than receive anything at this ripe old age. So it, 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 dude, it's just that it's so much. What you just described there is just so much effort. And all you needed to do was wait. This was on Christmas Eve you did this? Yes, dude. <laughs> I couldn't wait, It's dude. so I much like, I had to wait out my parents from stacking the presents under the tree. Oh. Sneak downstairs. And it was like every step in the house creaked. And I gather my presents into the bathroom i had them stashed under you know in the laundry basket covered with clothes in case my parents came down to use the bathroom and Damn. i'm not in there with all my presents everywhere well oh, I, yeah, I had it all well thought out but it, it was fun i played with my toys before i couldn't wait and then you know i just opened them up it was like whoa whoa Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle slime. Whoa, Bebop and Rocksteady, and yeah. Well, dude, thank you for the call. That is a incre- <laughs> thank you so much. That's an incredible tale. I can't believe that's just too much effort. Too much effort to go through all that to actually play around with it, then have to put it all back and rewrap it. Oh, I guess that counts. I guess that's a count. I, I, I that count because I obviously those are good gifts, but it's just like you went, you you ruined it, you ruined it for yourself. The whole point is, that, and it's just the next morning too. Oh my gosh! And I thought he was gonna say I was like seven years old, and I up I opened them all up the night before. Thirteen. Boy, all right, nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. So tell me about worst gifts that you ever received. Or gifts that were taken the wrong way that you gave. Like I said before, I'll take re-gifting issues. I will also, and I also would love holiday travel hell stories. 914-200-0269. It is your show. It is your show. Let's do it. 216, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Who's this? Oh, well, you can call me misbehaving. Hello, misbehaving. Oh, who's this? Misbehaving Irishman? Yeah, this is him. Oh, welcome. Welcome, Burp, my friend. Burp? 
<laughs> Murph, to you too. Okay. Yeah, I got a story about a present. Okay. If you got a moment. Yeah, go ahead. Well, one time my my mom Hazel uh, got sucked into buying two grades and uh, gave me a plot for my birthday. Oh wait wait wait! So, so your mother? What you said? Your mother? Uh, yeah my yeah yeah my ma Hazel. I'm I'm 67 years old. Years ago, you know. So, so somebody gave somebody gave my, her a two for who they gave her a two for one deal at the cemetery. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They talked her into it. She couldn't pass up a bargain. So uh, on my birthday, you know, she made me a pot of chili and you know got me some gifts and then uh, she laid that one on me. And uh, I don't know. It, I love her more for her now than ever because she's planted over at a different cemetery. So I got two blocks, you know, trying to sell them things. Oh wait, wait. So, so <laughs> she know? ultimately she did not take. She didn't take the second plot. So now you have two plots to yourself. No, no, Christ! This is years ago. She's thought she had a bunch of relatives uh, buried way out at west. Okay. Which is now like a twenty-minute drive for me. But back then it was like relatives that I never met. Gotcha. And one day she's there and she's and this guy talked to her and but you know, asking her, Wouldn't you like to be here with your relatives? And and then uh he laid it on her that they had a two for one and she couldn't pass up a deal so she buys two graves. So now she's stuck with these graves. She's like, Who's am I gonna be fucking buried with? So she fucking gave me one. I told her, I said, well, if I got to be hanging out with anybody for eternity, I'd rather be you, Ma. You know? And then years went by, and I'm going to be buried in the Veterans Cemetery, and my brother buried her over in Holy Cross Cemetery with a bunch of other relatives. So I inherited these two fucking plots that I ain't got nothing to do with. All right. So then we have you to... Know, we should do tradio. I should do. I should uh, re, you know, like uh, you know, you ever hear those old skits? Uh, you know, people prank call, prank phone calling all those tradio uh, radio oh, shows. Yeah. No, we yeah. should do that. You it's, should call in sometime and try to auction off these uh, these these plots. I'll help you sell them. Well, I got I got the deed. Okay. Anybody wants to? If anybody <laughs> wants to, weed in Ohio, I had to go out there and just grow some plants. Anybody? Well, thank you so much for the call, uh, Misbehaving. Uh, this, this has been a great time having you on. Finally. Well, uh, it's nice that you're there. Thank you very much. Thank you. I and you have a wonderful night. You too. I, you know, misbehave. Oh, yeah. Misbehaving Irishman is a uh, he's a, a staple in that Rumble chat. And when I I found him on you know in the comments on Twitter, I, I clicked through and I followed his his uh, his account, and I actually saw a video of him explaining where the the burp comes from. His misbehaving Irishman. So there you go. Now, is that a bad uh, a bad gift to be given? A, a plot at a cemetery? It's definitely a morbid one. In fact, I think I think I did a story on a personal story on this show a couple of years ago, where there was an old there was a plot. I think my mother was trying to get rid of a plot. What the hell was that story? I wonder if that highlight is anywhere. I guess it's a practical gift, but it's a morbid gift. Is a morbid gift a bad gift, even if it's practical, to be given a plot at a cemetery so you don't have to think about it later? Oh, dear God. Who needs these thoughts? Let's take another call. 719, you're on the air. Go ahead. 
Hello. Hello. I just wanted to share a silly story. Um, when I was uh, probably 18 or 19, I bought my seven-year-old nephew a sweater for Christmas, and he ripped into the package, and then he threw it at me. <laughs> oh, he was he was upset. He was very upset. I learned my lesson. That, that, you know, that, buy that, seven-year-old boys sweaters. <laughs> that how dare you waste his time, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> oh. was mad. So yeah, what? Is, so he threw what, it at me. Listen, I, I get. I get. Uh, it it, it kind of gets me a little down whenever Aurora rejects something that I do that I think is going to be well received. What did, mm-hmm. did, did, were you able to laugh that off easily, or did it take a couple of years? No, I didn't laugh it off. I returned it. Well, and I, he got nothing. I, oh well, I, oh that's good. Well, that's good. They got not, absolutely, but but I, I wish I, I could have. Okay, good. I wish I could have been there to be like, how dare you? Now, what did you do? do you, that's what I said. You, oh, how dare you? Good. Yeah, I was like, what do you? I, I spent a long time and a lot of money on this sweater, and everybody said, well, he's seven, and I said, I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't no, care. that no longer applies. At seven right. years old, that shit no longer applies. Now, if somebody listen, yeah, she, that hey, was forty years ago, but right now, oh, so he's forty-seven now. He he, yeah, he's yeah, he's. I don't know how old he is now. Something. Yeah, he must be about that. I don't know. But at any rate, <laughs> I learned my lesson. I thought it was a silly story to share with you, and I thank you for everything you do, Frank. Well, Appreciate you. Well, thank you because that was act. That story was right on target that's exactly what i was looking for a gift that you oh. were excited to give that obviously yeah. uh fell flat it just fell a little flat, fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank, thank you merry christmas merry christmas Bye. hope i hear again from you soon 914-200-0269 there you have it oh come on he's seven years old no Mm-mm. aurora is running out of time for that to be an acceptable excuse well, Frank, she is three. Yes, I understand. And that's perfectly valid right now. Perfectly valid right now. But, um, you know, not for long. Uh, Katie Sky D says, Whiskey Pete Craw Killer in Gilded says that the Ukraine is sending 500,000 third graders. Oh, no! 500,000 third graders, this war is coming to an end. <laughs> uh, <coughs> My gosh. In a, in a crazy, sad way, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. 859, what's going on? Hey, Frank. Uh, CJ from Kentucky. Great to have you on, CJ. What's on your mind? I've got a story for you. Go ahead. My, uh, Families all together at Christmas time, and they're waiting. My dad and stepmom, they're 80s, and we're waiting for a Nana to give her gift to my dad. And uh, he opens it up, and it's this it's a big white vibrator, bullet <laughs> shaped vibrator. Everybody busted out laughing, and she's like, what, what, What's wrong? She said, I got it for him because he wore the last one out. <laughs> Everybody just fell out. And uh, my sister took my stepmom back into the room, and she goes, that's what some women use to pleasure themselves, and then she's going, "Oh Lord, oh Lord!" So, so what, she thought it was a she thought it was legitimately a massager. Yeah, yeah, for his neck and stuff. Yeah, and he wore the, <laughs> last, said, he one wore the last one out. I had to get him a new one. <laughs> and, the, and the fact that she said that he wore the last one out. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's perfect. That is a perfect, a perfect, uh, a perfectly bad scenario. Every all the wrong things were said at just the right time. Exactly. Oh, the whole that's... family. It's all we talked about every Christmas now. Every year is. Hey, you remember that time? Well, somebody. What you have to do is somebody has to uh, has to. You know what it is at that point. Depending on how how uh, appropriate it is for the family. Sometimes it's just like, okay, let's have a laugh and let's just throw this thing out. But uh, at that point, I would say. All right, who gets to keep the vibrator for this year? And then every year, every year, somebody else gets to keep the vibrator for the whole year. They have to bring it back next Christmas. Yeah, it's like, like a trophy, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you. This is a great call. Thank you so much for that. And Merry Christmas to you. Anything else you want to say? Uh, great show. As always, keep doing it, man. All right, I will. I promise you that. Thank you so much. <laughs> he wore the last one out innocently said as innocently as you can say it that's what makes it funnier of course oh man oh how terrific what a terrific thing let's go over to quite frankly superchat.com oh wait a second let's do this i've got the uh the raffle here for the godfather who's gonna win the godfather Ready? There we go. And we'll, we'll be giving away some more stuff, hopefully by the end of this week. If not, the beginning of uh, next week and, and going preparing for the new year. I just want to do a lot of giveaway type stuff. Here we go. I think I've closed my eyes. I have touched every tab. And then, boom. I have one in my hand. Is it connected to anything else? No. Car Guys New England. Car Guys New England. Now listen. I understand that this is a uh, this is a a matter of taste. I don't know if you read The Godfather along with us for book club if you want to read it. So Car Guys New England, I will give you I will give you the opportunity to either pass it along or take it or I you can take this. I can give you Godfather or I can give you any of these two, Matt. National Service Alert. These are what Matt would write down for the National Service Alert text messages. Or the top five things that you should do uh, if you find yourself getting sucked out of a plane cockpit window at high altitude. So you have your opportunity here to take any one that you would like. You get in touch with me, let me know. And uh, if you do not take the book, then I will continue to pull names until we find it. So Car Guys New England, I will wait for your your thoughts on the subject. Okay? I'm glad that we got that out of the way finally. Jay Britt says, Frank, I just watched the I just watched the coffee talk. Alaska was one of the states that hasn't ordered coffee yet. Just ordered two more pounds. Thank you so much, Jay Britz. Thank you. This morning on Coffee Talk, we were going through all of the statistics for the, for the, the quite frankly, Elevation Blend Coffee, and we estimated that there's about nine or ten states of the union that have not ordered one bag of coffee yet. I think it was North Dakota or South Dakota. It was one of the Dakotas. It was Maine. Uh, Jim Zell, what the hell are you doing? I think it was Maine. It was Rhode Island. It was... I think Oklahoma and Nebraska are, are, are spoken for. I think it was Nevada. 
That was four. I think we just said Alaska. That's five. It's been to Hawaii. Um, I don't know if there was anything in Florida. I got to check. I got to check, but there was... We're getting close. I would love to have at least one bag that had been sent to every state of the union by New Year's Day. That would be wonderful. I'll talk about that some other time, though. Thank you, Jay Brits, who was the first and the second or the first order and the first reorder. Jay Brits. Uh, Revolution says Merry Christmas, Frank, Lauren, Aurora, Mom, Dad, Aunt, Tony Black, Cousin Sherry, Matt, Kung Fu Rob, and all the Franklies and Franciscans. I'm not sure if I get a chance to send a super chat later in the week, so I want to get this in while I could. Peace and love to all. Rev, you are very, very cherished, and I thank you for always spending time with us and being a wonderful part of that gilded chat as well. The best Lauren... The best Lauren says, happy birthday to Pete. Love Lauren, Benji, and Alice. That See, that's Pete. That's Pete's Lauren. Definitely the best Lauren to Pete. I, I am, you know, Lauren, that uh, the best Lauren to me is another Lauren. You have to understand that. But to Pete, there is no one better, I am sure. And you two are just peaches. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you all. All right, 914-200-0269. Let's go to, quite frankly, the, the, the gold pills, and I'll take those super chats while we get another call in. And remember, worst gifts, the worst gifts, gifts you've received or gifts that were taken the wrong way, worst gifts you've ever given, not a, not a practical joke, something that just did not work out very well. Regifting issues and also barely making it home for Christmas. I want holiday travel, hell stories. We have about... Five to ten minutes left, so there's still enough time for at least a handful of calls. Uh, Leanne, 63, thank you for kicking it all off tonight. Chai Possum, Paulie 9363, I was abducted. Tucker is no more believable than me. I don't believe it without proof. Well, I he, did, Tucker didn't say that he was abducted. So, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. Sean Joe, and if you don't believe it without proof, then how do you have faith in anything? Especially if you are a religious person. Sean Joe, uh, thank you so much. Axopax, thank you. Sal says 500,000. Are we sending our new guys from the southern border? I don't know. I don't know. Sean Joe, thank you. Donisar, wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas and healthy, sane New Year. We got to stay sane, Donna. We got to. Sean Joe again, thank you. Porpoiseful, thank you. NJSF, Matt1776 says, Cookie War. He's trying to start a war in there. And we got our new text tags in there. As you can see, if you are a quite frankly subscriber, then you see that new awesome QFT VIP tag that you get in the chat room. Finally figured that out. Tempo 420, Porpoiseful, Sean Joe, Chai Possum, and now the uh, the cookies are flying. Thank you all so much. We got that going on for another couple of minutes. 914-200-0269. Let's bring it on and let's do a little bit more, shall we? Oh, there's a little bit. There's a little bit here. There's a little bit there. And I didn't want to do too much on the, on the, the Jeffrey Epstein thing, but... It's got to be mentioned in about two weeks. All will be revealed. Will it? What's the length 
to which they're going to reveal something. I don't know. All right, we got one more break to do, and let me uh, let me get that out of the way so we come on back and we can have some final thoughts and hopefully a final th- uh, final call or two. So, um, yeah, with that, we will be back in a flash. Watch as the podcast called, quite frankly, hits more home runs than a New York Yankee. It'll make you grin unlike a bank fee, just as cozy as a nighttime blankie. Number one, not two, like Mr. Hanky. It can get spooky like spies at Langley, and if you go and watch, you just might thank me. that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. (laughs) You serious, Clark? QFTV has got music, movies, video roundup, throwback, vintage Frankly episodes, and so much more. So hang out, chill, nightly, at quitefrankly.tv. going to be limited with time as it was but uh looks like well i'm definitely gonna have to change the title of the show gonna have to change the title of the show because we didn't get one holiday travel hell story though we got some great gift stories um so a little bit of work on my end when i get home tonight but uh that's okay there's never a night that i don't have to go home and still do a little bit of work to earn my right to sleep so there's that and I appreciate you all that spent some time with me on this evening. It's 8 o'clock, and tomorrow is a new day. That day is Wednesday. And uh, I think we're going to do a little bit about the inner, the missing inner dialogue in people's heads. I, I want to talk about that phenomenon. I want to talk about that. Because I know that it, it might be inconceivable to many of you out there. And there has to be somebody out there in the audience who has this going on with them. The other thing I would like for you to to take a look at is to keep your eyes peeled on Rumble or YouTube or uh, Twitter, Instagram, and now even TikTok for all of the the um, the highlights that we are now sharing from the nightly, quite frankly, show on YouTube on the weekends. We are doing regular premieres, multiple premieres a day of full interviews that were not otherwise present on YouTube because that is the only platform that I don't archive the full episodes on. So that has really breathed new life into the operation in the very, very 
I don't know. It's only been about a week. Only been about a week and a, in, in a couple of days that we've been doing this and we've already started seeing a lot of things really jump to life. And that is all I really care about. If subscribership goes up, if people are finding show the show for the first time, then that is all that matters to me. All that matters to me. And um, and this is all made possible because of the of the uh, the wonderful work that we're doing with our friends at, at Pilled, especially. But first and foremost is everybody at home who's becoming sponsors of the show monthly. Quite frankly, TV through the sponsor us tab. There's so many things that you can do there, especially the especially the um, the mailables. I was just talking about today how I love mailing out postcards and letters. And uh, so go to uh, Patreon and to Subscribestar and take a look at all those specialty tiers that you can still jump into. Become a sponsor, our monthly sponsor of the show for the new year. That's how we're able to budget. That's how we're able to grow our margins and how we're able to bring on new staff and, um, and, and, and give more responsibility and more compensation to staff that we already have. A lot of experimentation right now, but it's all about growing, growing in the future and... Um, and doing new things. Thank you all. I gotta go off and uh, play the drums a little bit. And I'll see you tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. How does that sound to you? Sounds great to me. I can't wait for it to happen. All right. Email me if you got anything else you want to share. And until then, be well and enjoy your evening. Quite frankly, TV is, gonna, uh, is going to uh, pop into... I don't know if it's going to go live right now. Um, but we are set to go live tonight. I don't know if uh, Abe and Cody remember that it's Tuesday and that's uh, that's an eight o'clock night. But hopefully, uh, it's going to go on soon. And if it doesn't go on immediately, we will get all the word out throughout Telegram and on the Gilded and on Twitter and wherever the hell else that the programming's live and and you can go and chill out. We have some more Christmas nostalgia and some really great movie picks. Last night. Man, I had not seen Edward Scissorhands in a long time, and I guess it is a Christmas movie. I guess it could be considered a Christmas movie. Very weird one. But then after Edward Scissorhands was Bad Santa. So all the weird Tim Burton vibes that you get when Edward Scissorhands finally comes to an end was completely washed away. The, the palate was cleansed with a, a dirty, rotten lemon. That is uh, the dirty, rotten lemon sorbet. That is bad Santa. I, I, it is a uh, a new classic, to be honest. But still, <laughs> it's good. And I don't know what the hell's on tap tonight, but it'll be nice. Thank you all. Keep hanging out on QuiteFrankly.tv or Pilled.net. Tip your waiter. Tip your network engineer. And I will see you later on. Good night. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is film before a live studio audience. And now our super chatters, starting with Jay Britt's Revolution and the Best Lauren, and to all of my wonderful, wonderful gold pillars. And on Rumble, our Rumble ranter of the evening, Katie Sky. Thank you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Be well, take care, and Merry Christmas.